Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Happy Friday, everyone. This is Meet the Movie Press on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am Mark Riley, editor-in-chief of schmoesknow.com. Jeff Snyder. Is Film that? report of the rap.com. And look who look is sitting that. between us. We're just going right into We're it. We're so lucky today. Hi, Hi Tiffany Smith of Hi guys. Movie Threesome, Fandango correspondent, and co-host of DC All Access. Yep. She wears many hats. I she, wear a lot of hats at once. They're yes. invisible, though. Baller. So. <laughs> she's a major baller. And uh, before we even went on, she's like, I'm doing four podcasts today. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're just booked solid. It's kind of what it was like. I have an open day, so I was like, all my friends who are have podcasts that they're like, can you come on at some point? I was like, yeah, I'll just pack them all into one day. I think it's great. I think that's kind of like what did I just watch? Will Ferrell uh, takes the field at HBO thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Plays ten baseball yeah. games at once. Yeah. That's sort of what this feels like. Yeah. But we're honored that you're starting with us. I'm pumped to be, and, and we can give you things to talk about throughout the rest of the day. It's true. Exactly. It's true. I'll like take all the knowledge that you guys give me and take it as if it's my own. So I'll sound super smart later today. Great. I love this. No, we've been trying to, as as you guys know, we've been trying to get uh, Miss Smith on this here podcast for a long time, and then was at Disneyland where, yes. I, where I texted you. I'm yes. like, oh, because Disneyland is one of your favorite <laughs> yes, places. it's true. Uh, and, and I was there. I got my Mickey Mouse nails from D23. There you yes, go. Yeah. And Impressive. that's what made me think yeah. of it because I was on Star Tours waiting to go on. And Tiffany, I, I know we we're going to get into this, um, uh, but you were interviewing some of the Force Awakens actors yeah. and you just killed it on one of the questions. We'll get into There's that. There's going to be a lot Thank of D23 you. talk, I feel yeah. like, today. Yeah, yeah. A lot of news happened there. And guys, please join in. You're on the live chat right now. It's youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. A live chat is happening there right now. Forward slash, guys. Forward slash. <laughs> not, not a backslash. Did I say backslash? Is it? No. It's, it's Friday and it's know. early. It's true. And so, uh, yeah, you guys are all there. Uh, I see you talking. So, this is great. And guys, as always, please, iTunes, share, rate, subscribe. I love you too, Jasmine, and loading bars. Yeah. <laughs> I love I, that. Like, yeah. I like peeking into the little chat over here. We got the, we got the live chat, you. so please be nice. Actually, <laughs> I, on Meet the Movie Press, everybody is awesome because... None of the trolls wake up this early. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like they're like more uh, at night for like the Shamos No Main Show, pretty Shemos? much. Shamos, Shamos. See, that's yeah, how early Shemos. it is. So why don't we start right away with Tiffany? Uh, what what we always do here is like, how the heck did you get into this? crazy field that uh, you're in right now? Well, uh, I went to school for broadcast journalism. I went to Syracuse, and at oh, the time I wanted to do, I wanted to be a pop singer. Were you in Newhouse? I was in Newhouse. That's impressive. I got rejected from Newhouse. Oh, really? Snap. Only place I got rejected. I got nice. in and was on a roll. Damn, look well. at that, girl. Oh, that's not surprising. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. Please continue. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm sorry that you feel rejected. I still I'm love you. I'm impressed. Thank you, honey. Um, so yeah, I went to Syracuse for broadcast journalism. I, I I knew I wanted to do something in entertainment, but that was kind of the closest thing to a real life job instead of like acting or being a pop singer. So 
I minored in music industry because um, I wanted to be able to take a look at my own contracts if I did go the pop singer route. Good thinking. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this is totally my parents telling me that I needed to do this. So graduated from college and moved to Manhattan and started working for a talent booking agency because I was too nervous to audition. Wow. And through that, it was just like one of the agents there, she worked with on-camera talent. She was like, I don't understand why you're not auditioning. So this is kind of saying it was a long time ago, but my first audition that I got was from Craigslist. Wow. And it nice. was for an AOL countdown show. So it's like when everybody, anybody is like, don't go on Craigslist for auditions. You never know what kind of auditions you're going to find on there. Obviously, it didn't have any like money symbols or like Z's right. where there should be S's. <laughs> <laughs> but so I did I'm that familiar. pilot mm-hmm. and um, actually ended up like years later co-hosting some stuff with Jesse Snyder. Who was one of the co-hosts on that sh- on that pilot? So it was like five years later, we ended up doing stuff for PlayStation together. Crazy small world. Nice. Um. So yeah, did that and was in New York for a couple years. Worked for Activision, worked for Oxygen, and then I was like, I am a nerd and I need to work for G4. So I moved to LA with no job. I was this like, I'm just gonna try it out and see what happens. And within like the first month, I was doing the feed on Attack of the Show, and then started doing stuff for X Play. And then started working for Marvel, and then started working for DC, and met the Schmoes guys at an audition, and so started coming in and co-hosting on that. So are you basically on camera every day? (laughs) Yeah. Uh... Not every day. I feel she like had to pause. I feel so. like there's probably... Well, because I'm like, do I shoot something? Right now, every Monday, we shoot an episode of Movie Threesome. And then Thursdays is Schmoes if I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do Fandango stuff. So, like, last week I was at D23. The week before that, I was in New York twice shooting junkets. Wow. Um, so, just every week is totally different. Uh, but well, yeah, that's fun. It keeps you on your toes. Totally, totally. Well, the talent rises to the top. So, it's like... And, and seriously, I've known Tiffany now for a very long time. And I'm just not surprised. What's surprising to me was you're like, oh, I was too shy to go on auditions. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was nervous. That's the last it's thing scary. we know you as, shy. Yeah, but it's, it's scary. Like I, that. I get that. I get the butterflies yeah. and, and the, you know, having to maybe perform or like I I started as an actor and I was awful like I would go on auditions and I would just be like (laughs) and and they're like who is this guy and I was a theater major of all things so I didn't do well until you just get a little Comfortable. So hey, hey, what's this? Hey, oh, hey, hold on, guys. Uh, that, right. check your phone. I have to go do my fifth podcast. <laughs> that, Bye, guys. That's my bumble. <laughs> I'm blowing up over here. You're blowing out. up. Nice. Uh, Tiffany and I just crossed paths. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know what bumble is. <laughs> Neither do I, actually. <laughs> I don't either. I just agreed. There's there's some serious like energy going on this morning. That's what uh, Tiffany you do. To this Meet the Movie Press yeah, podcast. I like it. Which is awesome because I, you know, I always talk when we get someone like Tiffany on the show who's in front of the camera, who's doing like the junkets and, and the, and the premieres and, you know, interviewing like yeah. the Force Awakens cast. Like, I always say that we're behind the, the, the computers, the ugly ones. The, <laughs> <No>. Like, right. <laughs> you know, we're doing whatever, but that's not true. Do we're people say people. like face for podcasts now instead of like face for radio? Yeah, you got a face. You got a face for podcast, kid. (laughs) That's great. I mean, yeah. What about podcasts like silky smooth voices for a podcast? Or it's like because I I get radio voice. You know, I mean, if it's on if it's a video podcast, then that's different. But if it's just audio, I wanted to ask you a generic question that a lot of my friends ask me because it's just the sort of question that you ask journalists. Who has like been your favorite interview and least favorite interview? If you could, that's good. Say those things. Um. 
least it's hard because I, I generally like this sounds super cheesy, but I'm pretty much an optimist in all circumstances. So it's like, even if it was a bad interview, I'm like, there's something that was interesting or I learned something or, you know, you always go into them thinking maybe that person was just having a really bad day. I think the worst interviews that I've ever had that feel difficult. There were two of them. Mm -hmm. One, when they're groups, it's really hard when you get a group of four actors together and you have to do an interview because you're like, I've got three to five minutes with these people. And Mm -hmm. you feel like you have to include everybody. Like you can't let one guy just twist in the wind there at the end if he's not as big a celebrity or something. Or if if they start to like bond and go off onto their own like rail of whatever. And you're like, ah, like sometimes I feel like the teacher where I'm like, hey guys, okay. Yep. I had to do that look for here, for here. like seven Front. psychopaths. It yeah. was like Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love but Sam like, Rockwell. Oh, and Colin Farrell too. So it was yeah, a bunch of the guys. Yeah, yeah. you're like trying the hand to goes up, them okay. mouth goes shut. Just, just let them have fun. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, and then I mean, one of the hardest ones, which was a bummer, but I was with Johnny Depp. It was a hard. That one was a hard one. He just mm-hmm. wasn't really all he was there into it. in the <laughs> wasn't, moment. Wasn't, wasn't all together there. there in the moment. Was this around uh, transcendence uh, or Mordecai? <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Anyways, Mordecai. Yeah. Oh, um, you know where so- he was though. He was at D twenty three this <laughs> he weekend. Was. He totally was. He totally was. That's a nice segue. Yeah. Yeah. I, let's I, talk about I it. I get that. Um, yeah. So I. I so talking about uh, Johnny Depp real quick. Did you get to interview him there? I did not because As I Jack was Sparrow. only there. I was only there on Saturday, so I only did the okay. live action panel. And he he didn't do press. He didn't come to the backstage. This was okay. this is one of those things too where every job you do is totally different. Where I don't know if you've done press line before at D twenty three. Not a, no, never. This was my first D twenty three. Okay. So I this was my first D twenty three as well, but they have the stage set up, and then in the back they built a room okay. for the press line. But it wasn't a line; it was like shaped like a U. So all the press is in the middle of this U, and the actors are just walking around it. It was it was really kind of weird and different, but cool. That is weird. Um, <laughs> hmm. So we got uh, people from Jungle Book. We got people from Pete's Dragon. Uh, did you interview the kid, the, the kid, Awakens. the kid from Jungle Book? Yeah, Neil? yeah, I did interview Neil. He was oh, so that cute. Cool. That kid looked like a winner. He is the cutest, and this is his first acting job ever. Oh my god! And I guess he was saying that nice. on set, he before he would do a take, he'd be like, "I'm gonna kneel this," and I thought he said nail this, and he was like, "No, I said kneel." So I was like, "I'm gonna Tiffany these interviews," and he was like, "Yeah, you can say that." <laughs> I was like, "It's oh. not as cool." He's like, "No, he's, like, he's this just shaking old his head." Lady is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so that so did you guys all see the? Because I wasn't there, I, I was covering it, but yeah. um, you know, we had the schmoes there, and we had. Uh, my managing editor Alex Welsh was there. Did you guys see the the Jungle Book footage? Yes, I, I didn't. didn't. You didn't. You didn't see, see like no, the trailer. You weren't because you I were backstage. Was, I hear it was amazing. The only stuff that no. I got to see was uh, the Civil War trailer. Okay. Um, because that was the very start of the panel, right. so I snuck out, watched that, and then ran in to do interviews with Chris and Anthony after. Gotcha. So okay. That was the only part I saw. Okay, and you. Should I, get I saw Book. I saw the Jungle Book trailer yeah, slash I'm, footage. Yeah, whatever. I'm interested in this, and it was by far the winner of D23. Oh. That's what I Heard. Above to me, Captain America: Civil War. That's see, okay. That's what I heard. People I, say that's crazy. I thought you were but, shaking your head; it wasn't that great. But I was like, yeah, I heard, oh, that's awesome. To me, Jungle Book looked incredible. I can't wait. And I mean, I forgot Bill Murray 
was the voice of Baloo. Yeah, and, ben and I'm like, he's, I know, and he's ben, singing Bare Necessities. I know, like right there, I'm like, oh, yep, no, I'm in. The trailer in, closes in. with a, a look at um, walk Christopher Walken's Prince, uh, King Louis. Sorry, oh, Prince that's Louis. right, King, King Louis. <sighs> um, Idris Elba's Shere Khan looks amazing. I mean, this movie's going to be special. Oh man, I can't wait. I, I get that wait. it feels like it took the show because of the fact that we've seen Civil War stuff, we've seen Avengers, we've seen that world. Yeah, yeah. that this is something totally new and yes. apparently everyone was talking about the performance capture being so amazing because I was like wait so is Baloo like a cartoon bear or like a real scary bear and they're like no he's like he's a grizzly a, bear yeah he's like a real bear oh man this is going to be amazing Crazy. and I love what I loved about D23 is that it it felt like a version of Comic Con with just different. I know it's it's all Disney, yeah. But you get the Jungle Book, you get Pete's Dragon, you get Civil War and Marvel, you get Star Wars. Yeah. You get, I mean, it's just like this crazy slate. Like Disney's on top of the world right now with all this stuff. They really are. Um, yeah. The, so the mocap looks really cool. Favreau came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Favreau. I was excited. They had Lupita and Ben Kingsley there. Nice. But yeah, I mean, listen, Civil War looked pretty awesome, right? It, well, I, the thing that I love about it is. That I feel like all of the actors are really good friends now. Like, you see, first Anthony Mackie came out. If you didn't get to see the panel, like, Anthony Mackie comes out, because they're shooting right now. Like, they literally flew that night, the night before, from From Germany Germany. to come do the panel, and we're flying back that night to continue shooting. Um, So Anthony Mackie comes out, does his little intro, and you're like, hey, it's awesome, he's there, like, super pumped, Falcon, uh, he's awesome, an Ant-Man. Um, and then he's like, oh, we couldn't do this without bringing out another guy. And then Chris Evans comes out, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. And Feige's like, yeah, we just feel like we always have to show some footage when we come to one of these things. And yeah. then they show the footage, and you're like, there was obviously, I mean, seeing Crossbones looked epic. Nice. Um, the moment for me that really stood out, though, was when we got to see Black Panther. And oh, you got yeah, it's just a one little shot. Out, yeah. And it was quick, but it was like, that looks badass. <laughs> That's great. A lot of people are saying here on the live chat that they wish they got a peek at Spidey. You know, I yes. No, I, <laughs> I, I, li- I like that we didn't yeah, actually. I, I still think it would have been weird yeah. actually for like us to be talking about the new Spider-Man and no one has seen it because right. the trailer hasn't come out yet. Yeah, and also here's the thing. Yes, it's part of the Marvel Disney world just for this one for these couple films. Sure, but it's fine. Sony. Like, I mean, Sony. Sony sorry, yeah. Sony. Um, so I feel like they're going to be the ones who get any I of agree. that stuff first. I think people are getting a little carried away little when he- they when they them. when they think of Spider Man. Like, oh, now he's a Disney product. Like, he's not. He's yeah. definitely a Sony. Product. Right. He's on. Yeah. He's on lease. So right. To speak, right. <laughs> so it's like Sony could still maybe botch the landing if they don't do it. I don't think they're going to yeah. botch it. I'm just saying, like, just you with know. Their, their movie. I mean, they. You know, it's just it's hard to talk about Spider-Man because there's so many you know I just think it's so early like I feel like we've gotten to this place where we expect things so much earlier I want it now you shot it you just shot it why can't I see it yeah right Right. And I, I was actually, the thing I thought we might get ahead of time was I thought that Benedict Cumberbatch was going to show up at the panel. I thought he might have, might come out in his Doctor Strange costume. That'd be cool. Um, He's, just because we've seen that kind of stuff happen with some of the other panels at Comic Con with Marvel. But, right. I mean, the concept art that we got for that blew my mind. Like, yeah. as I was watching it, I was like, it looks like Cosmic Inception to me. That's oh, how wow. cool it looked. It okay. did look pretty neat. Yeah. I, I'm so jealous of you guys. I was just getting the reports and, and covering it, you know, via other outlets and, and the guys there. So you got to see Doctor Strange. We're kind of 
Let's uh, do the the D twenty three wrap up. Here. It was like a yeah. concept art. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a concept art. Yeah, you got some Civil War, and that was Marvel. What else from Marvel Jun- did there, you get? Uh, no, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. There was Finest Hours. Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. Which you know they just showed yeah. a little bit of. Um, Pete's Dragon was literally one of the most impactful films to me as a kid. I used to watch it and cry. That was the first movie I ever I'm cried. With I've you. never seen it actually. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! I grew up with that movie. Yeah, like Elliot. It, my favorite. I mean, it's like Elliot in the in when he's coming and Pete's or, uh, the dragon is so uh, invisible and he's yeah. kind of moving up and down. The kid looks good. That got me. Oaks, Oaks Fegley or whatever yeah. his name is. What a name. Robert Redford is in it. Well, I mean, and can we talk Dallas about that Howard. for a minute? I mean, well, oh, yeah, Bryce. But I mean, Robert Redford. He's it sounds like he's doing the Mickey Rooney role. Wait, yeah. was it Mickey Rooney? That I was actually, in I the original. I, I can't like, remember. I got a little confused on the press notes because I thought he was doing the voice of the of dragon. The dragon there. Oh, really? For a second, no. that's the way it looked, and I was like, "Wait, is he?" But he wasn't there to do any interviews. It was just Bryce. So, so that looked cool. Yeah. Um, what else was it? There was pirates, which I'm checked out on Will long Turner's ago. Coming back though. No, I'm, they I'm, were. I'm checked out too. Weren't there those reports like months ago? Because he was no. like, he went to go shoot. I think. Yeah. I I think there was rumors, but there there wasn't anything official, and it's yeah. it's it makes sense because it, look, I, it the only thing that's going to get me back into Pirates of the Caribbean is wondering what happened to Will Turner because yeah. I did like that storyline because part four just yeah I love I'm not going to lie I, like Mark said earlier I'm a massive Disney fan so yeah. almost anything that they do I'm super excited about and I had such a connection to those films because I would go to Disneyland all the time as a kid and so yeah. the ride was my first introduction to it and so the movies come out in the first. Ones were really good, and then they kind of went off the rails. And so I'm hoping that yeah. this one brings it. You guys back are adorable. <laughs> I, onto the track. I saw that first Pirates of the Caribbean. I had seen enough. I see. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I see loved, two, three, four, five. I loved six. the first one, and I went in wanting <laughs> oh, to see the second one, and then yeah. the second one lost me, is and it, I have never been is back. The third one where he goes off and where he has like all those weird visions. Biggest travesty of an no Oscar idea. nomination <laughs> in the history of the Academy is that oh. Johnny Depp nomination. Okay. They should be ashamed of themselves for that. <laughs> so we're really excited like about is. the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie that's coming <laughs> so, out. So, but uh, no, but like in terms of like movie press, like a lot of outlets did break out that um, Orlando Bloom coming yeah. back as Will Turner's story. Yep. Uh, to me, the stuff was happening so quickly, and yeah. I t- sort of told Disney this that I really didn't have time to look up. Yeah. Um, and there were certain things that I had, like I was writing up Marvel, and fortunately, Finest Hours were, was next, and no offense to that film. Yeah. My readers aren't as interested yeah. in that. No, nope, that's. So that's, it's like I'm I could use the Finest Hours presentation to yeah. sort of catch up on Marvel. Well, and that uh, yeah. one felt, that one definitely did feel like a strange one to promote at this event, just because of the fact that it was but like. But it's part of the slate. It you is, know, I get it. It is, but it was like, we got. Chris Evans and Anthony Mackie coming back. Yeah, it's, and t- then it's tough to them. Chris Evans, I mean, Chris to follow Pine that, coming the in. The Marvel. And you're like, ah, this is like tough an actual like, heart-wrenching story. And then to go into Pete's Dragon after that, and you're like, oh, this is... Yeah, and then they, and they showed some Alice in Wonderland. Or yeah. th- that's another one where I was like, I, I, look, <laughs> checked out. It's, it's two movies with Johnny Depp just like... Yes, like, you know, spin him off, and he's just like, ah, good, 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 good. And just yes. Off. And I want to talk I'm about like, um, the Star Wars of D twenty three stuff, but this is a good moment to just interject here. Sure. Uh, you know, I know we've been bad mouthing Johnny Depp for the last few minutes. Um, right. I hear Mass. Black Mass is awesome. Yeah, I, I do too. He looks amazing. The in thing it. with him too is that, we, and it's not he's not the same. He's not Harrison Ford yet. But mm-hmm. where it's like. Crystal Skull. Terrible movie. He was not checked into it. He didn't want to be doing it. And right. so it's like, I feel like there's moments with Johnny Depp where he checks out and he's like, I'm just going to go and shoot this thing. And then when he is 
on board to play. Even I'm I like, like Black Mask. People will say whatever you want. Mordecai was interesting. The okay. way it was promoted was so bad, but you could tell that he actually was excited to be doing something a little bit different. Um, interesting so, failures are interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like with those two, I'm hoping that he's excited about it again and it's not just like, I'm going to do the same thing all I, over. I heard one from uh, one major critic who thought it's Depp's best performance. I, Black Mass. I, I believe Mass. it. And that, and that he could even win an Oscar. Oh, I, mean, I, I think I, it's... I totally believe it because the first trailer came out and blew me away. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm in. Just on his performance. Yeah, yeah he looked great. And I was a doubter at first. I don't think he's going to win an Oscar. Um, it's a tough year again, yeah. but I yeah. can't wait for Black Mass. Yeah, yeah me too. So the, the, um, the rest of the news out there that was breaking, and like you said, Jeff, yeah, it was so fast. Yeah, just so, so everything ended at D23 with um, with the Star Wars stuff. So let's talk yeah. about yeah. some of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I would, like I said, the same feeling. Everything was happening so fast that you're like, oh, geez, oh, geez. Yeah. We actually had a little bit of a break before the Force Awakens cast came back. Okay. Um, but... I mean, what's so cool is like Daisy Ridley. This is her first press line. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yeah, because they didn't do any press yeah, at Comic Con. That's um, right. That's so right. This is really the first. You're getting time the first where interviews like, with Daisy Ridley. That's pretty yeah, cool. Well, and all that's like, why just all her. of them walking down the line, where it's like you know, Oscar Isaac. Obviously, he's kind of he's the, the one with the most you know practice at this with sure. all the movies that he's been working on. And obviously, it's like <laughs> sometimes they come back and they're like, you can have one question with each person because they're trying to get them through so quickly. And they're right. like, yeah, he's got to go back to set. And you're like, oh, you mean because he's going to go play Apocalypse? That's what he's got. That's what he's got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of epic and kind of insane when you think about where he's at within geek culture right now. Yeah, he's had a good year, I would say. Oscar's <laughs> the man. Yeah. He's, he's so good. I'm sorry. He's just amazing. Show me a hero. I Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. Good. I've been digging it. it on on HBO. Okay. That's the thing too with this cast that I feel like they're all so cool. Like yeah. they're all really chill. They're all really excited to be there. And I think the biggest moment was talking with them about the poster, you know, because for John and for Daisy, Daisy was kind of like, I didn't even know, I hadn't seen it, I didn't know it was coming out today. And initially I had thought that that was the poster poster for the movie. No, yeah. like, no, this is just a D23 exclusive. Right. There's gonna, uh, yeah, cause a lot of people kind of were hard on that poster. And I'm like, look, it's a true Struzan. I mean, yeah. he's like the man, and this is a great little snapshot cause it was small. Yeah. Like we're gonna get a bigger. Well, and you're like, come version. on. We're seeing John Boyega with the lightsaber on. And it's which a free poster. Shut up. I know. Free poster and you guys are bitching. <laughs> and we're getting reveals of stuff, which, you know, John I thought Boyega I was like, holding a lightsaber. The lightsaber. And then so, yeah. So we're interviewing the cast and Daisy comes back and I'm chatting and, you know, it's like, you guys know this. You prepare certain questions, but you don't know where the interview is going to go when right. they come back there. They may say you literally get one question. So you're like... Yeah. All right, what am I going to do? So she comes back, and I'm chatting with her, and I was like, I just feel like from her perspective, it's like you see the poster, you go up there, and being a girl who's really into Star Wars, because I also host a Star Wars podcast called Far, Far Away on Geek Nation. Check it out. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. That's that's a good one. one. (laughs) Um, But she she comes back, and she's so excited, and I was like, I saw the poster, and I was like, I hope that you feel as badass as I think you are from this Mm -hmm. poster. And she's like, you know, it's kind of interesting, like finally getting to see myself up there with the staff. It's so cool. And I was like... So could that staff possibly be Darth Plagueis's? And she just looks at me 
and is like blank faced for a yeah. second. And it like I literally I didn't prepare to be like I'm gonna try and stump somebody today. It was just natural. It just the conversation <laughs> happened and I asked the question. Yeah. Sometimes someone opens the door and you just is, walk through it. Wait, this there's a thing called Darth Plagueis. Okay, so Darth Jeff Plagueis. is is a well known yes. non Star Wars and, and knowledgeable. It's, and it's a bow. <laughs> it's a staff. No, it's a staff. So <laughs> the bow is a staff. The name of a Sith Lord. Let me let me let me just give you a little bit of background in part three in episode three we hear about Darth Plagueis that can maybe uh, use the force to either to help you not die or keep you alive or whatever yeah. it was called I saw episode three that's Sith right yeah Sith oh yeah it's okay, the only so one I saw in theaters have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the wise that's what it is and so there's a lot of rumors going on right now that Darth Plagueis might be in the movie that it might be Andy Serkis yeah. and that the staff that Daisy Ridley's character has is I, and this is new for me. I didn't know Darth Plagueis had a staff. Yeah. Well, there's images online, too, of Darth Plagueis with the staff that look very similar to the staff that they have given her. Okay. And just because we've heard things where it's like relic hunters and people finding things, obviously the rumors of Luke's lightsaber. And so it falls into line where it's like people, someone could be finding these relics. Yeah. And it would just make sense that this is one of them. Mm-hmm. And that it's like in the way the Emperor had two names or a lot of the Sith Lords have two names. It's like... I, we're talking about Snoke. But yeah. Like, there's a possibility that Snoke is actually Darth Plagueis. We don't know. Right. We don't know. These, so, are you following us, you're Jeff? Like, what the <laughs> f? Did Jesus you just Christ! Say? <laughs> Nerd. This talk. is going so over my head right now. I don't do know what you guys brought, are talking about. I, I brought Tiffany on for a reason. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're having a Star Wars intervention. I'm, I'm impressed. You know, you need to you need to get on board with it. Um, but you know what I loved about that that <laughs> moment is Daisy Ridley's face. Like, look, I I'm going to take it as this. She she was like uh, uh, I don't know <laughs> you got her there might be I'm reading into it a little too much because yeah. of my geekdom uh there, there might be some Darth Plagueis there but who knows I mean yeah. this is all speculation well let's talk about the three sort of newsier points let's, of yeah, that please. presentation yes. we'll get so back to the first and most press. importantly mm-hmm. Colin Trevorrow was confirmed oh, for episode mother, nine I thought you were gonna say Star Wars Land. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's one of the three things. That's one okay. of the three things. Okay. But okay, sorry. we'll start with uh, okay. the big director news. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, Colin Trevorrow confirmed. They kind of just like it, it just kind of came out of nowhere in the presentation. It, they didn't make a big deal out of it. They're just like, yeah. oh yeah, and uh, and Colin Trevorrow is doing episode nine. Do you believe it's because El Miembe dropped I that? Think so. They I think so. I kind of like. Too. Underplayed it. Yeah. I don't know. And he wasn't there, all... was he? I don't even remember. Yeah, like, I didn't know Trevara no, because I didn't there. even look up. He like again. Um, so credit to El Mayimbe. Mm-hmm. Literally, uh, especially because yeah, it was he like, broke it the night I, before Comic Con. I wrote the story up, um, and then you know, it, the, I stayed after the the panel for like a half an hour, sort of you know putting a bow on just... on the seven stories that I wrote, and I checked my phone, and my had texted me, he's like, "What? No credit, man? Like what the fuck?" I was like. Like, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not the first thing when I'm filing these stories for a trade. Like, right. right. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah. everyone should have credited him. Uh, credited him. He took a lot of shit uh, the yeah, last no. two weeks while he twisted in the wind. Yeah, he was. But waiting. he was right. He was right. And that's a. And then you know the the fallout of that. I feel like it's not not just in the movie press f- uh, world, but the fandom. A lot of people didn't like that appointment of Colin Trevorrow because of really yeah. Why? I don't, you know, because he broke it. it. No, 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 no. Just the director because of some people didn't like Jurassic World and they don't think he's Mm -hmm. a good fit for it. I totally disagree. I think he's a fantastic fit. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He is perfect. Good choice. I think it was a great fit. And I think, I mean, 
I like it's cool to get to talk about this, and I'm incredibly blessed to get to talk to these directors. Where it's sure. like I got to talk to Colin at Jurassic World, and hearing him talk about um, the fact that he's like I'm a massive fan, but you gotta hold on to it a little bit, but not so tightly that you can't make it your own and put right. your own stamp on it. And I think that that's something where it's like not saying one director is better or worse than another, but I think that's a unique gift in its own right to be able to go into a world that's already been created and say, yeah, I'm willing to work within this world, also have corporate people over my head and put my own stamp on it. And I think that he is someone that can do a really great job of that. And financially, obviously, from a business standpoint, people really liked the movie. And then it's like you I got to talk with JJ at this panel at D23. And I was like, do you feel like... It's a moment for you where finally you can kind of take more pressure off as more directors get announced because yeah, this is, I mean, good point. everyone had kind of been wanting JJ, myself included, to come back to come for back, the, yeah. the last one of this trilogy. Um, but to me, it's like, if he's willing to say, yeah, Colin's the guy for this, I trust him. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie. It does take some of the pressure off to think that, you know, other directors are going to have to take some of this on, yeah. which I thought was really cool and interesting because... You hear him talking about how much of a fan he is and the pressure that's there, but that yeah. doesn't take away from the awesomeness of it. Well, yeah. it, it really, for me, it, it he works well in the, in this studio system. He, look at Jurassic World. Yeah. I mean, and, and you also go back to when Kathleen Kennedy was looking for episode seven director. They went to Brad Bird. So the story goes and Brad Bird says, no, I can't do it. Yep. However, you need to look at this kid. Right. You know, Colin Trevorrow is yep. great. Look at safety not guaranteed. And then it just didn't happen that way, but... Look at look at what happened with uh, Frank Marshall gets him for Jurassic World. Yeah, he knocks it out of the park. I I feel like he is getting those studio notes. He's getting all these different voices, and he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. he's just a good collaborator. Yeah, and uh, you're a towel on YouTube here. The handle, <laughs> what a great handle. You're a towel. Okay, says uh, Trevorrow fits the mold. I really like this uh, with the original trilogy directors. Lucas equals Abrams. Uh, Kirshner equals Ryan Johnson and now Marquand with Trevorrow. I think Trevorrow is actually way better than Marquand. <laughs> um, but I, I agree with that. So it's um, interesting. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I dig the appointment. And before we get to the other two Star yeah. Wars news points, uh, I'll give you guys a little breaking news here. Let's do it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, about Colin Trevorrow's next movie, which is going to be Book of Henry. Book of Henry, yes. Um, uh, and I was talking to my boy Justin Kroll, who we've had on the show before. He broke the two young leads in that film this week. Yeah. Jacob Tremblay and um, and Jade right? Lieber, the mm-hmm. kid from St. Vincent. So they're going to be joining Naomi Watts. Nice. Uh, and so in talking to Justin, what I sort of learned about Book of Henry uh, and heard mm-hmm. um, is that Book of Henry is going to be about a young uh, g- genius, a boy genius okay. who is dying of cancer. Oh. Uh, and so he writes a book that lays out the perfect crime oh. to get rich. For his mother and his brother, who he's going to be leaving behind because his cancer treatments have really... You know, put the, put the family in a bad financial situation. Wait, so this, is this the first time we're hearing this is, the actual yeah. plot? This is brand new plot details on Book of Henry. Guys. Colin Trevorrow's next movie. Boy genius, dying of cancer. His, his, you know, medical costs have put the family in a bad financial situation and he writes a book uh-huh. laying out how to per- commit the perfect crime oh to get God. the family rich. Really okay, guess what? Sign me up. Yeah. No, that's all, that's yeah. awesome. It sounds really cool. I it sounds really cool. And, Go. Look, I just think with I, the, the, the haters on Trevorrow, get, listen to this movie. Like yeah. he's, he's able to do this now. He's he did Jurassic World. He's like, all right, one for you, one for me. Book of Henry, and then he's going. 
probably one for everybody, but you yeah. know, Star Wars. This is ama- that's an amazing. I'm yeah, excited. Plot. What, what what do you think, Tiff? I, I like as you're saying. I think that he is doing a really good job of balancing wanting to do both sides of the coin mm-hmm. as a director, where it's like, yeah, I want to do these really big movies, but at the same time, I have these smaller stories that I want to tell that has you know a, such a bigger focus on human interaction. But I think that also helps with the bigger movies because it's like something like Star Wars. You- it's based off the interaction, but also I want to know that this guy can do action sequences and he can because yeah. we saw it in Jurassic World. At least I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's one of the things where it's like he just keeps adding more and more things to his like bucket of tricks, bag of tricks. Is that what it is? I'd like to, I'd like to see more directors uh, adopt that sort of strategy. Yeah. yeah. One small, one big. But yeah. not every director can do that, though. No, that's of a course thing. not. Like, not every director But a lot of them really can the and they don't. Ones. Like, you know, I'd love Brian Singer to go back to making some smaller films. Would you want to see Michael Bay do a small film, though? Yeah, he just, he kind of just did in 13 hours and it looks good. I don't like Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I mean, I, look, if this is his small film with uh, the, what's it called? The uh, Please help me out, Jeff. Uh, the, you know, the Benghazi movie. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. What's the, what's the 13, title? 13 hours. 13 hours. 13 hours, thank you. You know, if that's a small movie, great. If it's good, then I'll, I will take back everything I say about Michael Bay. I just yeah. don't think every director needs to be able to do both. Because that's like saying every actor needs to be able to do every type you're, of film. You're right. And- I didn't mean to, to, to generalize there. Um, but anyways, we'll move off of Colin Trevorrow and we'll talk about the other two newsy things that yeah. came out of D23 at Stars. We're going to save the theme parks okay. for last. Yeah. Let's talk about Rogue One. Yes, yep. big news. Uh, there. And we had Mads Mikkel joining the cast Perfect. and who was the other one Alan Tudyk, Alan Tudyk. and he's going to be playing a, a performance capture character um, yeah. I mean this, that this first movie, photo looked awesome the first photo looks amazing take this it movie, away no this movie just keeps getting better and better and to have the first and then what was interesting to me too was that the anthology uh, a Star Wars story is, now. is gone and it yeah. was a Star Wars story I kind of like that um, I just don't. I wonder if like Disney's kind of figuring out the, the marketing behind it, and they're like throwing these. What do you think of the Star Wars story? Never, but, li- I never liked the word anthology, and it also seemed to imply that these anthology films would be connected somehow, and I mm-hmm. don't necessarily need yeah. that either. Exactly. What I like about these films is that because I'm not a Star Wars guy and don't know all the canon and all that shit, these feel like my kind, my movies yeah. for can, me, yes. because it's a self-contained sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I think. It's a brilliant decision to do this first Star Wars story and do the how they get the plans for the Death Star. It mm-hmm. makes sense. You get that nostalgia factor because it's going to be all... I mean, I'm seeing some of the leaked photos on there of like what might or might not be some locations from A New Hope or... Yeah. You know, definitely there are some stormtrooper images and it's the old school stormtroopers. And so I get it. It's But that's a great uh, entry point for some... Maybe for like a... For you, Jeff, who yeah. doesn't really no. like Star Wars or follow Star Wars like these yeah, two it's, geeks. it's more follow. You yeah. know, it's not that I've seen Star Wars movies. I'm like, oh, this is bad. Like right. Transformers. <laughs> right. I just, right. Yeah, 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 it was never really for me, but. This feels like it is. Yeah. Um, and I love that all the cast members, you know, were sort of confirmed. We don't need to hear Ben Mendelsohn be like, well, they never called me yet. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. No, my phone hasn't been ringing. Yeah. No, it's a great cast. Um, I just, I love the diversity in it. Uh, I love. I know. I, I, I love uh, that that uh, Felicity is just, she looks badass. Yeah. There's a lot of people, of actors of color in this film. Yep. Yep. It's, it's really great. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I think that not a lot of people have, have really looked at that. I mean, that photo you're like, look at, the, I mean, everybody's there. And the part of it that I really that liked, photo. it looks like, yeah. it looks like, you know, when Vanity Fair will do like a spread of like the top 20 actresses that you should keep your eye on. Yeah. yeah. It looks very much like that. Where it it's does. Like, it's they a little magazine spread. Yeah. But yeah. they're not, it's not like they're interacting with each other. And I know that we've heard 
the stories that this is a like rebel team that mm-hmm. goes to get the Death Star plans. And to me, they really just look like like they're not a team at all. That how are we going to see them all come together? That might be that good. could be really cool and an interesting story where it's like, well, somebody else puts them together and says you need this person, and then it made me start thinking like, could this be a little bit like in a totally different world, but like Ocean's Eleven or Expendables? Oh, where I'd it's really like, see that. We need to bring this person in to do this, and we need to bring this person in to do this, yeah. and then. The interesting thing off of that is, if this film does really well, it could be something that's like, oh, here's another one based off of that group. Like, mm-hmm. here's a couple of them who go on another mission where it's like, you could get sucked into that because now you're Absolutely. like, I saw this first one, really liked it. I would like to see what other missions they go on. That, that, you know what? I, I've been wondering that if there will be sequels to these things. <laughs> Rogue and, One 2. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Rogue 2. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Rogue One, their second mission. Uh, eh? Huh? Rogue, uh, maybe. Rogue One. Maybe. Disney Again. call. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, the last thing to come out of D23, which they sort of, you know, played up as, as the big announcement was Star Wars Lands. In Anaheim and Orlando. And I, you know, I was there, uh, on Wednesday with my girlfriend for her birthday and we were scoping out where Star Wars Land is going to be. We were like, it's there. Wait, maybe. Where's so the we're, 14 acres? We're yeah. really excited. I mean, who, who's, who's not going to be excited? Though. It's like, you, there's, they're not invisible walls, but they have walls all around there, so you don't see like where the roads are, where stuff is going on. So yeah. you have no idea where there's a massive plot of property right. that is just like empty that they've just been waiting to build on. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's like obviously Star Wars has been within the world of Disneyland for a while oh, now, because yeah. Star Wars has been there for a really long time. Tomorrowland with Space Mountain, even though it's not Star Wars, it's like you could easily kind of. see the connection there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's obviously like, and that was another thing I talked to JJ about. I was like, did you ever think you'd be working on a film where it would end up having a massive theme park based around it? And he was like, well, I would say I'm just like borrowing it a little bit. This is really George Lucas's yeah. world, and that's what the park is going to be based off of. And I yeah. was like, yeah, but it's still like they're going to base things off that come out of The Force Awakens. There's yep. going to be characters in there and you know where I'm like that's one of my biggest dreams BB-8. To, in some way. Oh my god. BB-8 like rolling around the park. Holy moly. I know. I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> I'm going to want to buy everything. I still get excited when I go into the sh- stores in Disneyland now and they're selling Star Wars comic books. Oh yeah. Because that's something totally new. Like, And, I, and I can see the presence of uh, Star Wars and Marvel there because yeah. like I said you know Thor and Captain America are walking around uh, Disneyland right now just like Mickey and Minnie yeah. so we're going to get Darth Vader walking around two stormtroopers while I was getting on Star Tours the I mean we were li- literally about to walk on the shuttle and then the whole line went <gasps> and I turned around and there's Stormtroopers waving everybody through, and right. I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is new. This is like, yeah. this is rad." They have Death Star balloons. Yes, I mean, so it's it's really amazing. I just want to. <laughs> It'll get be your, cool. I want to get your thoughts on uh, Avatar Land at Disneyland. Does do you? I didn't even is that? Wait, what? Yeah, there's Avatar Land right coming. now. Or coming? Oh. Yeah, the Disneyland. Yeah. Avatar yeah, Land. Fox, well, and, Fox doesn't have a theme park. Yeah, right? I mean, Wait, am I wrong? Avatar is not Disney, though. I know it's not. That's, that's what it's... Yeah, but it's going to okay. go somewhere. On, it's going quick. to Universal. It's definitely not going to Disney. Disney wouldn't do a park that's not their property. At Disney World. Yeah. Avatar no. Land. I was going to say, they would. Avatar they, Land. they would license it. The, the world of Avatar is a themed area currently being constructed in the southwest portion of Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park at Walt so Disney So many World. lands. What? Yeah, so Avatar Land for me... Seems weird. Yeah, this is my it, point. Nobody gives a shit, right? Nobody yeah. cares nobody, right now. No, just, but in five years when all those sequels okay. come out, you're going to be caring again. Okay, I, maybe. <laughs> I just, you know what, for me, and this is a topic for another time, but 
Avatar just didn't leave a pop culture imprint in my mind. In my, I mean, opinion. I think it, I think you're right. I'll be excited about it when it comes out. But it's the interesting part to me is that if this is a park, and Harry Potter did this. But this is like one of the first times for Disney that they're building out an entire land based off of one world. Yeah. Like Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, it, they're not based off of one movie that Disney has done. It's right. like Frontierland has a bunch of different stuff in it. So that's yeah. what's really interesting to me about this one, that it's one land based off of one film world. So yeah. it'll be kind of new and different where it's like, you know, even the small stuff where it's like taking photos with the different characters. Right. I don't think you're going to see Han Solo like hanging out in the cantina all the time, but there's going to be a photo op with Han Solo yep. in the same way that there are photo ops throughout the park with Mickey Mouse or exactly. Pluto or whatever it is. No, it's going to be um, fun. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. I think yeah. overall the what I enjoyed the most about this panel was the fact that I love that they said prior to we're not giving you a trailer it's not right. happening it's going to happen in the fall yeah. and now I feel like every time they say stuff I trust them with it I don't think they're going to surprise me Disney has done a great job of saying okay if we're going to show something we don't talk about it and then we'll show it if we're not going to show it we let you know that we're not going to show it yeah their they're marketing actually building up to this has been really great in my opinion you know that the, the teases are nice the trailer at um, uh, where, where did the Star Wars celebrations was great yeah. and then you know when they're like oh we're not showing you new footage but we're giving you all this. It's great. Yeah. So I'm having fun with it. It was very well planned. So should we close the book on D23? Let's close the book because, man, we could go for hours. All right. Let's talk yeah. a little D- bit about... D23, the book is closed. But real yeah. quickly, there was one other piece of Disney news this week that made some waves. Okay. What, what is are you going to say? The Rock. Yeah. Doing Jungle Cruise. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it broke I... while I was walking by Jungle Cruise. Really? Oh, uh, wow. yeah. It was a little weird. I was like, huh? What? Huh? So, Yeah. Go. I'm so excited about this. Like, yeah. first of all, I love The Rock. He's like one of my favorite actors in that genre. Kind yeah. of funny. What was the one? Oh gosh, the the rundown, the rundown that he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I love that movie, and I feel like that, that could be kind of a character that would be within this Jungle Cruise world. It will be interesting to see what the story actually is, and I definitely, so I'm starting to get a little bit more into acting stuff as well. So as soon as that news broke, I emailed my manager and was like. So, anyway that we can get me into the Jungle Cruise movie. <laughs> playing, like, playing the rock's daughter. Yeah. Anything. I don't even care if I'm, like, the girl who gets eaten by a lion off of the Jungle Cruise boat. That's fine with me. I, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, you know, years ago, before Pirates of the Caribbean, I would have gone, what the heck is this? Yeah. But... You know, they did it with Pirates of the Caribbean. They can make a good story. So, I'm interested. They I mean, said they said that it's going to be a uh, period. THR yeah. reported it. So, it's okay. going to be a period piece. Whereas before, when Tom Hanks and Tim Allen were attached, it was not. That's it was right. in yeah. modern, modern day. Right. I don't know what the story is going to be. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like Dwayne Johnson doing another sort of journey to the center of the earth kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got that feel. So, you know, I wasn't like... It wasn't as cool to me as like Ryan Gosling doing Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And... I do get nervous about movies based on theme park rides, but, you know, with The Rock and Disney, obviously there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. It's also just, I feel like, the thing of, even when Pirates came out, the first one, I think people were more accepting of it just being a fun film. Like, this is just a fun movie that we're going to go in, enjoy it, kind of check out for a little bit. I'm not expecting something mind-blowing from it. And that's kind of where I feel like I'm at with this one. I love the Jungle Cruise ride. It is it is very cheesy. It totally depends on which tour guide you get, if the ride is a great one or not. Yeah. Um, but one thing I will tell you guys, too, is they have secret maps on the Jungle Cruise ride. This is how much I go to Disneyland. Mm. When you get off, ask them for a map, 
and they may or may not give it to you. But mm. it's, I have one and it's really cool. Interesting. <laughs> well, we skipped that one uh, when we were there because it's just, you know. You won't be one. skipping it anymore. Well, there you go. I mean, so, okay. T- Tiff has a hard out in five minutes. Yeah, that- you're out at 10, right? You got to be out of here at 10. Where are you going I have next? To be, I have to be back in the valley. Oh, you're, we're, we're close. Yeah. Okay. We're good. So we go we're five, fine. five yeah, minutes fine. over. That's fine. Okay, great. Okay. We'll go five minutes what, over. So you, what, did, minutes. what did you want to talk about, Mark? Well, I mean, there's a, a lot of news broke. So, um, I really like the, uh, the exclusive you did, my friend, which is Hugh Jackman. Thank doing, you. Uh, the Odyssey. Yes. At you, Lionsgate. I think this is a very, very interesting story. I like, really hope that it works out. You yeah. know, um, I think that he would be a great Odysseus. I, I mean, absolutely. if you take the sort of Hugh Jackman from The Fountain, and yeah. I love The Fountain. A lot of people didn't like it. I, I enjoy it. But if you take that kind of grizzled Jackman and put him in The Odyssey, and it's, it's going to be a big budget thing. Francis Lawrence has made Lionsgate a lot of money. Yes, With he these has. Hunger Games sequels. Yes. yes, he has. And I think that they're going to treat him right and kind of go big on this movie I, I it's begging to be adapted it really is it's one of my favorite you know things in high school was learning about this book and it, it is a movie waiting to happen and you're right Hugh Jackman is perfect so when you say you're hoping it'll happen he's in talks right now yeah he, like, he's yeah. he's in talks yeah. um, we not do the, official yet yeah the qualifier not official the press, right. you know it's like talks or circling or whatever but you know <laughs> the talk- it could end it could like as we saw with Joaquin Phoenix which is always my favorite thing that, that Jeff was sure. talking about um, they could walk away. It might just yeah. not work out. Sure. And as we saw uh, last night, you know, there was a situation where the Hollywood Reporter said that Ice Cube and his son mm. were going to do that oh, movie yeah. about the L.A. riots. And yeah. then Ice Cube's people came out and no. tried to, like, throw cold water all over the report. Really? Um, it was a very interesting situation. And I think it's one of those sort of pitfalls of doing an intox story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that Boris was wrong, uh, right. necessarily. I don't know that. I just don't think, like, when we say in talks, I think that we are expecting it to work out. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know that I expected that one to work out well, like, from who I talked to. And mm-hmm. in talks could mean a billion things. In talks could be, they're like, oh, we want to do another film with Ice Cube. Okay, let's pitch, like, ten ideas. Because it's like you talk to people and you say, you go into a pitch meeting, and one of my friends who's a writer, he's like, I always go in with at least 10 ideas. Mm-hmm. So it's like in talks on one of yeah, the Yeah, but I, I mean, I think uh, in talks is more than like we talked. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, think, I, I received an email I, and I responded. Yeah, I think that the trades have a pretty good idea. Um, and, and as Boris sort of noted after that statement came out, that Lionsgate has hired a casting director on it. You generally don't hire a casting director unless you're leads or... Yep. You know, well, um, I, I feel like this is blog culture speaking. Then it's like a game of telephone. You say yeah. in talks, and then somebody says they are doing the movie, and it's official. And here we go, right. and speculate and go. Because the statement that came out, you know, while they said they have no plans to do the movie, so that sort of shoots down the report. Like yeah. we're not even planning to say yes to this. Okay. The other part of it was that, um, you know, he's not confirmed, and any speculation otherwise is incorrect. Right. Well, Boris never said he was confer- confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so it was a kind of weirdly worded statement, yeah. but it, it, it was an illustration of the sort of things that, you know, we talk about on this show, but, the issues that actual reporters face. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Jackman is, is in talks. I mean, yesterday was like a crazy day, I feel like, movie news wise. Yeah, so there's a lot. We were all kind of like scooping each other and pissing each <laughs> other off. And maybe that's why Boris felt like he had to get it out. So yeah. I think that stuff's old. I think really? the Ice Cube stuff like has been happening 
for a while. Because everybody would think, obviously, Straight Outta Compton is, like, the reason why. Yeah. Of course. Well, and as, you know. That obviously adds fuel to the fire, because it's like, that sure. story came out, and then the one about the DJ. <laughs> Ridiculous. Which you're like, we wanna, is yeah. it just kind of everyone wanting, and you see that happen so many times yes. in TV and film, where it's like, something's successful, okay, how can we, like, milk this for all it's worth, and, yeah. like, squeeze everything out yes. of it? Yes. Everyone no. comes out of the woodwork, yeah. everyone wants their piece of the pie, mm-hmm. you know, the guy who, who uh, he was the DJ who first played NWA on the radio. Yeah. So you know he's watching straight out of Compton reading the, the headlines on Monday about it making $60 million and being like, well, this band wouldn't even be... No one would yeah. even know this band if it wasn't for me. I should have a movie. Yeah, yeah it, it is a little bit like... I, my favorite tweet of yours around that time was the guy that first rolled a joint or whatever. <laughs> the, the guy who rolled blunts for NWA. is getting his biopic They would now. have no music if it weren't for those blunts. Yeah, right. yeah you have, you have a stoner sitting in the corner eating Captain Crunch going, dude, that was me. It, it's just... It, it, it is but funny. I also feel like, too, that's one of the things where even talking about Star Wars or comic book films as a genre where it's like we are getting to this point where there's so much of it that people are able to choose to not watch some of it to pick the stuff that really resonates with them where it's like sure. Star Wars okay you're not going to watch the main ones but you'll watch some of the Star Wars I'm going to watch I'm going to watch all the well, main ones and everything don't don't get me but wrong be more excited <laughs> about them like yeah, a story I'm just, that speaks to you a little bit sure. more and for like comic book television, I feel like people are starting to be able to say like, oh, I don't really like that character that much. I'm not going to watch this one because there's so many to choose from. And so it's the same thing with that where it's like if we end up going down this route of like, let's like do biopics about all the cool gangster rappers that came out. Because obviously, you know, there's people that are going to be like, we should do a Tupac one. Then we're going to do a Snoop Dogg one. That, that was and the then one. we're going to do. That was like, the one I heard a lot of. What? Uh, Tupac? Tupac. Yeah. If you can do this, you can do Tupac. That, it's like, that project yeah. has been around for so fucking long. Yeah. And gonna, I, I don't think that it has the same cultural relevance yeah. to me as NWA, which was such, again, Straight Outta Compton is probably my favorite movie of the year. Um, I thought it was terrific. There was just mm-hmm. so much going on, and I yeah. don't know that a Tupac movie would would have the same substance. There's just so yeah. much culturally in it too, where it's like there there are these little mini documentaries, the Thirty for Thirties. Yeah, Thirty yeah. for Thirty. And Ice Cube did one about the Raiders, right? And right. gangster rap, and it was so cool just hearing like him and Snoop talk about how the Raiders impacted them, and then it's just like. Then you see straight out of Compton and you're like, oh, I get so much more of this now. Why they resonated with this like football team. Why that's the style that they chose. Right. Um, and so I just think that their story has a lot more layers to it than a lot of the other ones maybe do. Yeah. Did you I guys agree. see the news that Christian Bale is going to play Enzo Ferrari? Yeah. Yes. That, that's a great, that was a big one that dropped. Uh, so I'm For Michael Mann, for, no less. Yeah. yeah Michael yeah. Mann. That's, that's a good pairing and, and that's a good, that's sure. a good Sure. I mean, we all want Michael Mann to sort of get his mojo back. It has Not been for, a while since we have seen yeah. a, a real Michael Mann movie, which is probably collateral was yeah. the last I would say, real yeah. good one. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, which is terrifying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Christian Bale, obviously a big step in the right direction. Looks nothing like Enzo Ferrari, but would love to see him. Yeah, you know, I don't really know that or... story, so I'm not it would familiar. be really interesting to me. Like, I, I, I love cars, and the Senna documentary is one of my favorite ones that mm-hmm. I've seen about Formula One racer. Yeah, um, and then Rush was great, so I feel like there's a lot of good story that you can get there, and it's intriguing to me because I don't really know mm-hmm. what the back. It's got to be a big be. car racing movie based on real people every five years. Yeah, yeah, so. I know, right? You know, yeah, it was the last one. It was. Um, <laughs> Uh, what is it? Rush. Devon, Rush. Rush. Yeah, they, I, yeah. I lost my train of thought because I was looking at Luke. 
Cage casts Alfre Woodard. Says Jeremy Flores. I, I know we talked a little bit about that. Black Mariah is it? Black Mariah? Yeah. <laughs> is it? We don't know. We we were talking a little bit off air about it. Um, and and why they call black characters Black Mariah? Yeah, Black Panther. <laughs> black talk, Mariah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not yeah. sure. Because uh, because so, you were like, why don't they call people like white whatever? And I'm like, well, I guess. They do have white lanterns, black lanterns and white lanterns, <laughs> sure. but that's more based off of the ring that they wear right. and the powers it gives them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, you guys are all Team Black Hat, uh, hashtag Team Black Hat, says Jeremy Flores. Thanks, guys, for, for jumping in the live chat. There's been so much news, and this conversation kind of spun on its own with uh, D23, so I see you guys chatting there, and no, I don't think we're going to have time for a hopeful news break, um, no. although I've seen a lot of suggestions there. Um, I did see something that was interesting. I don't know, Jeff, if you've heard anything, or DC All Access girl here. Uh, George Miller doing uh, Man of Steel 2. I've heard some rumblings of that, and I did see something pass me by. Uh-huh. I'm a huge uh, Man Superman Man of Steel feel. 2. When does that even fit into the goddamn universe? I don't know. You know, uh, Mambe, when he was on here, he said, he mentioned something like that, that he heard something. Who knows if it's true? We, we you know, all we need to know right now is if Batman v Superman is going to be good. Yeah. Because a lot is riding on that. Did you see that article? George Miller should just go do Shazam. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd, I'd be down with that. No, <sighs> Tiff. No. That would be. I don't know. I don't know. I think George Miller should be like another Mad half Max. badass, but like half like kid friendly, and he did the Happy Few movies, right? That's true. Oh yeah, I get yeah. that. He's got a light touch. He's yeah. not just he, like the Mad Max guy. He really That's does. That's true. I well, it's interesting because at being a reporter and working for DCL Access, it's like we don't hear this stuff no, in advance. And I know that a lot of people think like if I do movie fights or whatever it is, they're like, Well, she knows about this and I'm like No, I, I don't. don't. And, and you've said this before and yeah. I, I totally agree. I, I think with the job you do, it's like why would they tell you? It's not you know Yeah, it's you're, not, you're promoting their stuff now. Yeah, exactly. So I mean there's could that would that be an awesome thing? Did I love what George Miller does? Absolutely. Do mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to bring him into like the comic book universe? Obviously, after Mad Max, because mm-hmm. I think that's very similar. That could be a comic book kind of right. world based off of like Vertigo or Image or whatever more indie mm-hmm. style. But yeah, I think it would be great. I mean, I'm still super. I still want to see the Guillermo del Toro uh, Justice League Dark at some point. I know that was rumored, and now he's, I think it's kind of stopped. But it's kind of that dead. I've heard he left because he's well, he's making every movie uh, for the next fifty years <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, so, Jeff, anything else you want to touch on? I just wanted to say, are you excited for the Scooby Doo movie? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Warner Brothers, where are you? Now it's animated. Mm-hmm. It's an animated mm-hmm. movie, or is it live action Scooby Doo again? Do we know? It's no, uh, no. sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was, I was, like, I was looking at El Mayimbe's. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm look. He's like Mayimbe here is tweeting about George Miller and Man of Steel too. No, he right is right now. Yeah. Interesting. Huh? But, yeah, but, somebody but, said John Snep was, was Snep was uh, dropping it or something. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on here. It's like <laughs> we're, if, we're if off you're the rails. Miami goes, if you're posting that George Miller Man of Steel two bit, you just got catfished, yo. But oh. it's like, oh, but it's like, didn't he just said he was the guy who, who broke it? So I, I don't fucking know what's going on this well, morning. I, he did I mention apologize. He, but he catfish. I would say if I could speculate, he heard something. And I don't know. I'm tired. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think we got to wrap it up. Let's, let's call it, guys. We got to call Scooby it. We're going off the rails. Scooby Doo. Animated. Yeah, it's animated. It's animated. Great. Sorry. Wonderful. Line up now. Whatever. 
Um, okay, guys. George Miller's fucking trending. That's why. Is it? Oh, it says George Miller reportedly directing Man of Steel 2 just started trending. Oh my god. Whoa. Guys, Whoa. if you don't see it in a fucking trade or from Elma or on Heroic Hollywood itself, not just on Miami's Twitter, don't fucking believe it, please. Or yeah. like straight out of Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Christ. Until uh, then, it's not. I confirmed. love when fake news trends. It's like this isn't even real. Yeah. But the kind of cool thing about that, though, is the fact that the people on Twitter do have some power to say if they're excited about this and someone's seeing it and they're thinking about it, then it's like, look how excited everybody got. It's just the mere thought of this. Schnepp uh, broke that on Marvel yesterday. That's interesting. He broke it on Marvel yesterday. <laughs> uh, maybe on, uh, on Marvel Heroes? Movie News here. No, Mar- Marvel Movie News uh, yesterday here at oh. the Popcorn Top Network. He was a guest. Huh. And then Schnepp st- stuck around and, and won <laughs> the... Schnepp let it out by mistake. Oops. He let it out by mistake. So, uh, way to go, Schnepp. You just trended on Twitter. Well, I don't know if it's true or not, guys. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar. So we got to wrap this up because Tiffany is a busy person. We're all busy. We yeah, got to go. We're all busy. We I got to get to work. Go. I got a fucking job, Mark. Yeah, we can't just hang out. You got to break more stories. I know. That's what you Actually, I'm, do. I'm, I'm done, man. I, <laughs> I got to take care of some interviews. No, really? Yeah, you've been ki- killing it lately. I saw your interview with um, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. That I'm, was fun. I'm talking to Toby this weekend. Toby McGuire? Toby Kevin. Toby McGuire. There's only one Toby. I like it. Lately, Kevin's One like, name Toby. been like, on fire. I know. He just he got cast in King Kong this week. Yeah, yeah. Skull Island. That's... King Kong, Warcraft. He was just in Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. He was his, in Fantastic Four. His career four. is clearly not over. Yeah. Nope. After that movie. Yeah, thank God. I love that tweet, by the way, Miles Teller did. I thought I was having a bad week with <laughs> regards to the New York Jets. Sorry, a little side topic. Okay. All okay, right, guys. We're finishing out. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Meet the Movie Press on Fridays. Every uh, Friday, 9 a.m. live, we are here. And Tiffany, where can the good people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on social media, at Tiffany's Tweets, Twitter, Insta, Snapchat. Um, yeah. And then you can find me every Thursday. We have a new episode of Movie Threesome hosted by myself and Christian Harloff. Yeah. Um, this week's episode was with I, Justine, and I got water balloons thrown at me. So that's fun. That is fun. Uh, <laughs> that's you right. can see me on Far, Far Away on Geek Nation. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Um, and nice. then Schmoes No here. And yeah. check out those D23 interviews on the Fandango Movie Clips YouTube page. I love it. I think I covered it all. You did cover it all. And yeah, you, I mean, just go follow Tiffany because she's busy and she's fun and uh, you, you, you're you on the center of geek culture. I love what I do. Yeah. That is very true. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for Thanks having for me, finally guys. coming. Thanks. And Jeff, uh, where can the good people find you, of course? At the Insnider. There you go. Oh, duh. And DC All Access is coming back with brand new episodes uh, I think next month. I'll let you guys know on my Twitter, but that's yeah. coming back soon. Yeah, no. And follow so all my stories on the rap.com. <laughs> and, uh, of course, I am at Riley Around. You can see me at uh, uh, schmoesno.com. Can't even remember. Can't even talk. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, just follow me on Twitter, at Riley Around. It's Friday, folks. It is Friday. And, guys, thanks. Why don't you uh, rate and subscribe to this and tell everybody you know keeps the lights on here on the spaceship. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next week, guys. Adios. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host solo, not necessarily reflecting views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.